Welcome to PRISM, a podcast meant to inform and encourage church leaders. Here we'll cover every area of church life, from assimilation to personal care and everything in between. So regardless of the size, type, or location, PRISM will be a guiding light for brighter churches everywhere. And now here's your host, Neil Scoggins. And welcome to the very first Prism Podcast. My name is Neil Scoggins, and we are so excited that you guys are joining us uh, today. Now, I, I am not crazy to think that everybody has been sitting by their uh, computer or their uh, uh, iPhone or iPad or whatever you actually have waiting for the Prism broadcast or the Prism podcast to drop. But uh, those of you that are going back, uh, listening to the very first podcast, we're so excited that you guys are actually with us. Now, the Prism podcast is actually a podcast about examining the church from all sides. And we're grateful, again, that you guys are here. There is so much fun that we're going to have with this podcast. Now, the, the very first one is really about kind of laying the framework of uh, some of the things that we'll actually talk about in the future. We're going to have special guests that come in. Some will be in the studio. Some will be over the phone. Hopefully, we'll be able to pick up some some great people uh, moving forward. We've got uh, some folks that are a whole lot smarter than I am. We'll be talking about mental health. We'll be talking about uh, the different nuances uh, with, with church. You know what? Uh, in, in, and I know you're going to ask this question. What in the world did you how in the world did you come up with the name prism well if you look at prism like this prism is actually glass or other tra- or an, another transparent object uh, in prism form. In other words, it's uh, it's triangular. So close your eyes unless you're driving. Close your eyes and thinking think about a uh, a prism like uh, something from a chandelier that uh, refracts or reflects the light and it breaks out. So white light can come in, but there are many different colored lights that come out of that. Whether it's the the primary colors, primary colors of the rainbow, bow red, blue, green, uh, purple, and all of those put together. But that's basically what uh, the body of Christ is really like. We have one true light, which is Jesus Christ, but there are many expressions of the church. We'll be talking about uh, existing churches and the challenges that they go through and great things that they can participate in. Also, we'll be talking about replants. That's a word where a church has actually uh, dwindled down or uh, stopped growing and someone intentionally came in and began to start the church all over again. And then we have church plants. And that's a that's an easy one where we go into a community or go into an area and realize that there is no life-giving gospel presentation in an area. And someone with a vision from God goes in and plants a church. Now, somebody being a part of an existing church and a church plant, been a part of several church plants, I will be bringing in all of my friends to talk about the prism, the examining the church from all the different sides, whether it's church plants, existing churches, inner city churches, rural churches, or uh, big city churches uh, as well. So when we used PRISM figuratively uh, with reference to clarification, uh, uh, PRISM is is actually uh, a way that you can take one thing and not distort it, but examine it from all different sides. So here's a definition of PRISM. It's used figuratively with reference to the clarification or distortion afforded by a particular viewpoint. 
Here's the sentence. I got this from the internet, so it's got to be true. They were forced to imagine the disaster through the prism of television. In other words, we will be able to examine the local church. We'll be able to examine the church that Christ died for as the, the big body of Christ and even the small local church or even small groups within a church from different angles so that you and I can get an understanding really about what church is all about. Now, one of the things that we we anticipate you learning about church, about in, in prison, with all of the guests that we intend on bringing, is really the bottom line is we want to talk about what a healthy local church looks like. That's really the bottom line. Ideas, uh, insight, wisdom, resources, people, uh, history, how we got from one place to another. I'm sure we will talk about. Now, I know it's happened years ago, but a couple of years ago, uh, right at about three years ago now, as we're recording this, uh, the COVID pandemic totally changed many things that are happening in our world today. It changed how we do restaurants. It changed how we receive things. But it also changed how we minister in the local community and how the local church called itself healthy. It's not about attendance in a building. It's not always. It's not always about attendance in a building. And that's going to shake some of you. My goal here is for you to, to come in with an open mind and think about what it really takes for our local church to be healthy. What it really takes for our local church to be healthy. And, you know, let's talk about some of those signs of what a, lo a healthy local church actually looks like. There are several different things that we can look at of what a healthy church actually looks like. And we'll be, over the next several months, breaking out some of these issues and some of these things that we're talking about and planning and be able to explain and dig a little deeper from various angles of what a healthy church looks like. Well, first of all, a healthy church is the heartbeat of God's word. It's a place where God's word is taught and modeled. Now, gone are the days where, where it's about uh, you build it and they will come. If you build it, they, they will come. That doesn't even happen in the baseball arenas anymore. But now it's more about not only communicating God's word, contextualizing God's word, putting God's word, the gospel, in a way that everybody understands it, not only verbally from a talking head, if you will, but it's also the heartbeat of God's word and God's word being taught and modeled. A healthy local church will indeed model God's word. Now, if we're talking about church, we cannot help but go to uh, the book of Acts, the Acts of the Apostles. Some people call it the Acts of the Holy Spirit. Acts chapter 2, my favorite is Acts chapter 2, verse 42. You go from 42 to 47, and we really begin to learn a lot about what the first church dealt with, some of the, the nuances. Now, what we have to understand that it is descriptive, not prescriptive. Now, let me explain kind of what that means. Acts chapter 2, especially verses 42 through 47, lay out a description of what the church actually looks like and, and maybe a, a little bit of the prescription, not the specifics, but kind of the general outcome of what the local church looks like. Acts chapter 2, verse 42, the NIV translation of the Bible says this, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship 
to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Now, if a healthy church is going to a local church is going to be a healthy church, they have to have that acts 242 model. Now, we're not saying here on Prism that every church's mission has to have Acts 242 in it, but it does have to have some of the elements that the book of Acts explains in Acts 242. Well, one of those elements, first of all, they devote the church, the local church, devoted themselves, first of all, to the apostles' teaching. Again, a healthy church is the heartbeat of God's word. God's word is taught. It's where people come in community. It's where people connect with one another. It's where people really get a true understanding of what the Bible is all about, what Christ is all about, what showing God's glory is all about, and what community is all about. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching. A healthy church does not deviate from the Word of God. It magnifies the Word of God. Here's another thing that a healthy church does that's still a part of the heartbeat of, heartbeat of God's Word they are serious about fellowship. If you notice, I, for years, I thought that the fellowship hall or the fellowship area was the only place where you could eat in a church. When I was younger, that's the only place you could actually eat. Now you have churches that have nuance, that have changed a little bit, and you can bring coffee in other places. And, and I believe that that fellowship hall is that place where, where we understand, where we try to mimic having fellowship with one another, where, we, where we're not so much shape, form, and fashion, where we just kind of get connected and grow uh, with one another. Also, the breaking of bread, that's where we eat. Listen, if you cannot have eating and church Nowadays, you may not have a crowd. Look at where the crowds are today. If you go to a football or a baseball stadium, they are around the concession stand. If you go to the inner city, they are around a coffee shop. When you come over to somebody's house, they have snacks or you bring things with you. The elements of a healthy local church is where God's word is modeled, God's word is taught, and it's a heartbeat of God's word, and there is breaking of bread. It does not mean if you don't have food, you don't have a church. So let's not let's kill that rumor right there. But one of the things that we have to have is the heartbeat of God's word and the heartbeat of God's word has a place where the word is there. There's fellowship, there's breaking of bread and there is prayer. We're going to uh, focus on here on Prism. We will focus on uh, 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 instituting prayer or a prayer uh, like a prayer focus. Uh, there are many churches that start the beginning of the year, certain times of the year where prayer is a focus. So healthy churches not only have the heartbeat of God's word and God's word is taught and modeled, but they have spontaneous prayer as well. Here's another marker or sign of a healthy church. Here it is. They recognize who they are and they recognize who they are not before God. A healthy church, listen, a healthy church, just like a healthy person, a healthy mind, a healthy organization, they are serious and they recognize who they are and they recognize who they are not before God. A healthy local church has a unique 
personality. When we talk about McDonald's or Wendy's or Burger King, McDonald's is not trying to be Burger King. Burger King, Burger King is not trying to be Western Sis or any other restaurant. McDonald's is trying to be McDonald's. At the end of the day, your local church needs to not only identify who you are, but be comfortable with who you are. If you are a rural church that will only reach a certain number of people based on uh, the, the, uh, the geography, based on the population in an area, if God has called you to reach that area, one of the things that you have to make sure that you do, a healthy local church is not trying to be something that they are not. In other words, a big church with a lot of resources is not trying to be the small church where everybody knows each other. A small church where everybody knows each other is not trying to be that big church with a whole lot of resources. We need to learn in the local church, and leaders need to know this as well, as we look at churches and examine churches from all sides, you and I as leaders need to understand who we are and who we are not. It became evident to me in my life as I began to grow that I was not going to be 6'4". When I finally got up to 5'10 and a half, I was excited, which meant that I was not going to be a major basketball player for two reasons. One, I wasn't 6'4". Two, I don't know how to dribble a basketball without it getting stolen from me by a little girl. We need to understand our unique personality as the local church. Recognize who you are and recognize who you aren't. We need to understand who we are and who we are. Let's go to the Bible. Jeremiah chapter one, verses four and five. The Bible says, the word of the Lord came to me, Jeremiah said, saying, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you before I before you were born. I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. When churches launch, whether that was 10 days ago, 10 months ago, or 100 years ago, you and, and I have to understand who we are and who God has called that local church to be. But then here is the hard part, guys. Here is the hard part. We have to be comfortable with who we are not. You got to be comfortable that you're not going to do certain things. You have to be comfortable that you're not going to have uh, some of the things that the other churches have. If you had the things that the other churches had, you would be the other church. Why does your community need another whatever church? Let's say that there's a church down the street called Serenity Church or another church called Impact Church or a church called First Baptist. If you're not First Baptist, don't be First Baptist. You be the church that God has called you to be. And then and only then will you show forth the signs of a healthy local church. Heartbeat of God's word. Recognize who you are and who you are not. Here's the other part. If you're going to be a healthy church, a healthy church really is family. There was a study done years ago about uh, digesting food and having dinner with a lot of people, uh, having dinner with somebody. They said when you have dinner or lunch or a meal, a full meal with someone that you are uncomfortable with, that your food does not digest correctly. But when you are having food or a meal with someone that you are comfortable with, there is something that happens on the inside of you that your digestive process processes 
food correctly and you feel energized, you don't feel sleepy, you feel uh, warmed and welcome, just like a family. A family is serious about apostles' doctrine, fellowship, breaking of bread, and, and prayer. A local church is family. It does not mean you agree on everything. It does not mean you fight all the time. It does not mean that you're always divisive, but it does mean that you operate as a family. Every family has a crazy uncle. Your church is going to have a crazy uncle. Every church has a wise sage. You're going to have that wise sage. Every family has a group of people that are trendsetters or that are pioneers. It kind of reminds you of Ephesians 4.11, doesn't it? Apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. We have all of those pieces that make up the family. And when you are a strong and healthy local church, not only are you a family, you are a family family with all of the different nuances that come along with being a family. Signs of a healthy church, heartbeat of God's word, recognize who they are and who they are not. They are family. Now here is the other part. Here's the last thing. And, and I pray that PRISM uh, uh, tries to address some of these things on how we need to accomplish these, pin, these signs of, of being a healthy church. A healthy church looks outward in other words, they fulfill their purpose for existing. A healthy church looks outward. You know the difference between a country club and a church? In some situations, nothing. But in the way that a healthy church operates, it's not just about us for and no more, but it's about us bringing the family together and looking outward to assimilate other people into the church. We're going to bring some people uh, around and hopefully real soon that will talk about the assimilation process in the church. What does your assimilation process look like? Do people feel comfortable? What does your greeting process look like? Are people welcome when they come? Do they feel the aesthetic feel uh, of, of that this is a healthy place that I can, it's a safe place where, that I can, where I can grow and learn and use the gifts that God gave me? Again, PRISM is about examining the the church from all sides. And all of these sides mean that we have the heartbeat of God's word. That's a healthy church. We recognize who we are and who we are not. We are a family with all of our nuances and we look outward to fulfill our purpose for existing. Listen, great episodes coming forward. We'll be talking to uh, Dr. Derek Brown, where he'll be talking about the mental health of some of our leaders. We'll have a combined episode coming up. We've got some great things in store. Listen, download, click, go do whatever you need to do to make sure that you can keep up with PRISM, a podcast about examining the, the, examining the church from all sides. My name is Neil Scoggins. We pray that you will learn, grow, and become the church that God wants you to be. Thanks for listening to this episode of PRISM. We hope you enjoyed it and learned something new. If you did, or even if you didn't, be sure to follow, like, and subscribe so you'll never miss one episode 